0: Hello everyone, welcome back to A Turn of Events where we help put a positive spin on the future of your business. I'm Annette Nafe, the CEO and Creative Director of Nafe Productions. We are a strategic event production company based in New York City. We specialize in corporate, social, nonprofit and weddings. We also coach event planners on how to start an event planning business and wedding planners as well on how to start an event planning business and wedding business. And for those of you that are struggling, we can also help you. So, right now, if you have a, we are doing live events, virtual events, hybrid events. If you are struggling and trying to figure out how to take a live event to a virtual platform or a hybrid platform, love to talk to you. We are doing live, and we are starting to do have our first live event in Orlando in March, so I'm super excited. It's a three-day event. We are taking care of all the social distancing guidelines and cleaning guidelines and all of that. It's a little tricky, but we are doing it, so I'm really excited to get back into live events. But again, if you need help, you don't know what to do, we would love to advise you. If you are a wedding or event planner, you must join us on Monday. I am launching a, a free five-day workshop. We're gonna teach you how to find clients, how to market to clients, who is your ideal client. We're gonna talk about leveraging the, the, your contacts that you already have, leveraging your network that you already have, what does it look like, events? What events look like in 2021? It's a very different world out there for events. So we're going to teach you what that looks like, how you should be thinking about events, and when you get the client. What do you do when you get the client? You, how do you talk to them? What's the process and how do you close? So I'm going to go through all of that. I would love for you to join us February 1st, which is Monday, coming up. The TheEventPlanningBlueprint.com. Go to the TheEventPlanningBlueprint.com. Blueprint.com, sign up. It's free. Lots of great stuff, tons of bonuses, lots of great people. I'm bringing in some really great thought leaders, and I'm going to be giving some great content. So, the eventplanningblueprint.com. So, please join us. We would love to have you. My next guest is awesome. I'm super excited. Love her to death. Melanie Hirschhorn is a digital content creator and coach on a mission to empower female entrepreneurs by helping them conquer their digital marketing challenges and giving them more time to focus on what they do best. Though her company, oh, through her company, pardon me, through her company, VIP Digital Content, Melanie helps her clients attract their ideal clients, nurture leads, and position themselves on an authority in their field. This is a lot of the stuff that I'm going to talk about in my workshop, so I'm super excited to have Melanie. Welcome to the show. Hi, I'm
1: so happy to be here. Thank you. Um,
0: You're so welcome. I was looking forward to talking to you about this. So before we get started, I had a brief introduction, and you have a wealth of background in what you do, so I would love for you to share more about what you do, how you got to where you're at, and all that good stuff.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. It could be the most circuitous route ever to get me to where I am today. Right. Literally like zigzagging across the continent and ending up in Phoenix, Arizona. But I started in PR for celebrities. And then when one famous redheaded, no offense to redheads. I love redheads, but a redheaded comedian told me off on my birthday. Oh, not those redheads. I decided I didn't want to do PR anymore and I was going to be a journalist. So I did that for many years. And it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's
0: horrible
1: so, that I a redhead, but you know, well, it's horrible that haven't at all. And that any hair color for that matter, any hair color, anything <laughs> at all. So then I got a master's in journalism, and I worked in radio news and newspaper, TV, and it was so awesome. But then when I was laid off, when I was five months pregnant, uh, I decided that I wanted to become an entrepreneur. I'd always had the entrepreneurial bug, bug. Uh, but it's not something that that runs in my family. Like everybody in my family is like professional and that's what you do and then you do that for the rest of your life work the nine to five and I was like that's not what I want to do I don't want to sit at a desk all day that somebody else is telling me I have much prefer to sit at a desk because I want to so I decided that I was going to manufacture and design and manufacture breastfeeding clothing for new moms
0: I remember this yes
1: So I did that and (laughs) I sold my clothes on Nordstrom.com for several years and then things happened and I decided that the thing I really wanted to do was the marketing piece. That was the thing I most enjoyed of all. And what better way to serve others than by helping other women entrepreneurs get their message out into the
0: world so that they can land clients. So there you have it. So we're going to talk about how content marketing will boost your brand visibility online. Okay. So what is important? How important is content creation for online business? It's basically
1: like the difference between how, well, the question, let me ask you how important is breathing for, for humanity? It's pretty important, right? Yeah. That's how important your content marketing is. If you're an online entrepreneur. Yes. Because, there is no other way for people to find out about you online if right. you're not putting out content right and and right. you know content can be in so many forms it can be like this what we're doing right now mm-hmm. it can be a blog it can be a podcast it can be it could be a video it can be an email that you're sending it could be all your social media posts right but it's it's the first touch point and the subsequent touch points that people get to learn about you and what you're all about and get to know and trust you. And if that stuff isn't there, you can't expect somebody to buy your stuff
0: or hire you for their services, for your services, if they don't know anything about you. And it's the easiest way when I started years ago marketing, there was no social media, there was none of this. It's it was difficult. You had to it was a lot of money. There was it was very difficult. Uh, there was no networking. We didn't network like we did like we do now. And it's free. It's pretty much free unless you're doing ads. But it's it you should be using it. I find it to be. I know when Facebook first started, and I got on there. I would just talk about what I was like. I would show pictures of what I was doing. I would talk about my events. I wasn't. There wasn't any video yet, so we didn't have that yet. But I was dabbling in the marketing because I have a marketing degree. So I. Have a natural instinct to do that, and people were like, "You can't market your business. You can't get clients on social media." And I was like, "I just got referred by someone who sees me, and they refer me." It's funny that it's turned. It's way different now than it used to be. There's always naysayers, right? Yeah. Oh, it's not gonna work. If there are, I usually go in that direction because I feel like there's. I must have something here. Let me see if I can make it work. Yeah. So it's really great. So how do you know which social media platforms are right for your business? Okay. I
1: love this. Thank you for yeah. asking. So you'd so often entrepreneurs, especially when they're beginning, they get so overwhelmed because their best friend is saying, are you on clubhouse yet? Yeah. And then mom is saying, but I heard that you're supposed to be on Instagram. And yeah. then you know, someone else is telling them Pinterest and LinkedIn and, and Twitter. And then they're just like, Pfft. yeah, give up. Yeah. So the way to know where you need to be, is number one, figure out what your messaging is. Who is your ideal client and what are you saying to them to attract them? And then number two, where are they hanging out online? Not where you and Annette want to hang out online, but where are Annette's ideal clients hanging out online? Right. And right. that's where you want to be. So it might just be Instagram. And that's okay. Just because Clubhouse is now the newest exciting thing. Yeah, it
0: is. You have to hop on board. Yeah, it's de- it's funny cuz I like I said I'm doing this workshop on Monday and there a couple people have come into the workshop that were referred from Clubhouse chat that was going on. So I was like, "Wow, I got referred from Clubhouse. That's crazy." It's definitely a place to be, but it's actually really great for business owners and I'm joining a five or six six or seven of us really amazing women entrepreneurs that are going to be on it. So noon on Saturday, but yeah, Clubhouse is like the new thing right now. I, ch- I jump on like when I wake up in the morning and I'm listening in and sometimes they bring me to the top. I want to introduce myself, which is great. You just never know who's listening. There's a lot of people in those, but so for, so give some advice for people in my industry, right? So it would be yeah. wedding planners, event planners, maybe some of the vendors that are listening, the DJs and the ABs and all of those people that are, that help us make, do what we do, make us look good. Okay. So give us well, your place on that. All right. It's going to depend how old and the gender
1: of your ideal client. So let's say you are a wedding planner who wants, who's planning weddings for millennials in New York city. Mm-hmm. You want to be on Instagram because that is where your ideal client is hanging out. And the beauty of event planning and DJing and all that amazing stuff is that you have gorgeous photos. I know. There always.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, talk about the eye candy that you I create know. on I know. regular. I haven't had to plan a wedding in 13 and a half years, but it doesn't mean I don't want to still look at those pictures, right? I They're know. so yeah. beautiful. Uh, we so are lucky that way. Yeah. So that is why being on Instagram would be great. And TikTok, for example, TikTok is for learning and for entertaining. And you can do both. You can teach and you can entertain in a TikTok video. Are your people on Facebook if they're millennials? Yeah, but not as much. Right. Not as much. Not as much. And maybe they're on Clubhouse, but again, Clubhouse is more of a twenty four seven networking and like a conference basically going on. And maybe you're if you're a, a B 2 C, maybe your customers are not right now on Clubhouse li- listening in a room. Right. Maybe they're frantically getting ready to plan a wedding. Yeah, and I'm sitting on Clubhouse in the morning while I get ready. They're like. Do I have my florist? Do I have my video videographer, whatever? So so it's really about making sure that you are in the right place. And it's pretty easy to figure out if you are. And then also to make sure you're saying the right things. So
0: I, as an event producer, I market and I do corporate, social, nonprofit and weddings. So I have to mix up my my marketing. Right, well, I'm on Instagram. I like Instagram because it shoots it across to other platforms. So I can go onto Facebook. I can go onto Twitter. I can get into my Tumblr. I don't even know if Tumblr. I, it's. I have an account. It's still there, and most people never even mention it. But I opened it like when it first started many years ago, and it's. And then I also go into LinkedIn, and and that's good because I can't over like I have. I'm doing a lot. Instagram TV's like the IGTV stuff I'm doing, and. I'm starting to do more of that because of my, my program and stuff like that. But I focus on those and it's because it's I have a variety of different and I just feel, and I, my messages are a little tiny, different, like on LinkedIn, I'm not, I'm a little more because it's more corporate, right. but. Your phone matters
1: on whichever social media platform you're. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So I just, I really, um, I do keep it professional so I can use the same content across all the platforms because to recreate everything is just a nightmare and you don't have time to do all that. I don't, I haven't done the TikTok thing yet. And I just, I can't. Have you done Instagram reels? I have not done Instagram reels yet. So I probably should get going on that. Well, you should do the same. You can use the exact same one for TikTok and reels. Okay, good, good to know. So um, also Pinterest is great for us. And I know I've heard that the, we're running some ads on there that are, are, are pretty good. So if you like for the wedding and event industry, that's a brilliant place to be. Yeah. So you want to think about that. Okay. I, so. do, I do a Pinterest training because I'm oh, obsessed with Pinterest because, oh. you know, what,
1: can I tell you what's so exciting about Pinterest? Yeah. It's unbranded searches. So people are not on there typing in Nike. They're typing in running shoes, so you are on the same playing field as everybody. And if your wow, pins are good and you have good stuff written in the back end of your pin, you're going to rise to the top of the search.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to take that class because I haven't really um, focused. It's hard. So I've, I've mastered the LinkedIn, the Instagram, the Facebook, but. I have been wanting to dabble more into Pinterest. I have lots of boards and when it first opened, I was on there all the time and we were pinning like crazy. And when I do weddings, I love that because my brides can pin all the stuff that they love. And now I get in their brain. So it's a great way to have a board, a visual board of what your brides want the grooms to, but mostly to, to know what they want to do. So it's really great. So I'm going to have to definitely look into your Pinterest class. Okay. So why should you have a blog? So a business blog. So here's the deal. And I also have this, I'm going to talk about this in my workshop as well, because some of my, there's been some buzz that they want to learn how to blog. Do you have to, so there's one to have it, but also do you have to have an established business to have, I know that blogging takes time and you have to, but do you need to be an established business in order for blogging to work for you? So that's a two-part question there. Ah, okay. So the reason that I believe that
1: blogging is truly the foundation of your marketing, is that when you write that first blog, you take it and you repurpose it across all the other platforms. Exactly. So it's in your website, It's as long as it's SEO driven. And what that means is it's got keywords in it. Right. Where When people type into Google, they're not typing in something like my cute cat. They're yeah. typing in cats for sale in Phoenix. And so it's got the search terms in the back end of your blog on your website. And so right. then Google is letting these people know, hey, here's what you're searching for. So... Once you have that, it helps get people to your website. Then you can take that and you can create your email newsletter using it. You can chunk it, break it into chunks and put those as your social media captions. You can use it as your podcast script or your video script on YouTube. Exactly. Exactly. The sky's the limit with the repurposing.
0: Yeah, no, it's great. I also, um, and make sure that you always the call to actions go back to your website. So you want to get them to your website. You can, so that they can read about you and see what you do and stuff like that. That's the idea is to get them to see what you do. And then it creates you as an expert, lots of tips. And it's not hard to do. It takes a little bit of time, but you don't have to write a whole novel. You can do top three tips for setting your table for a dinner party or, you know, anything like that. So you can do it doesn't have to be really long. So I'm going to talk about that in the workshop, which I'm excited about because I know that was something that they really wanted. And I added it at the last minute because I figured, all right, let me go through a little bit of it and get them out. I want, I want to add to that because in
1: your blog, you want to have a call to action where you can grab people's emails, email addresses.
0: Exactly. So that you don't lose them. Exactly. Exactly. That's super important. Okay, so why is email marketing necessary for your business? And we may have touched on this, but let's uh, touch a little more on that.
1: No, we we haven't actually. And the reason is that you do not own your social media followers. So if Instagram decides to shut you down tomorrow, you have no way of reaching all the people that are following you. You have their email addresses.
0: It's super important. So I have a, a free ebook the seven biggest mistakes people make with planning events and tips to avoid it, to avoid them. So I wrote it a like hundred years ago. And wow, a hundred years ago. Amazing. <laughs> I wrote it like when I first started my business and they said, you got to do a blog. I got to do an ebook. So I was like, okay. And I've changed the format of it a little bit, but it has, that's what I use. And I do a little bit of a marketing out there, I ran some ads and I would get like 20 or 30 people a week that would grab this book. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know, seven or eight pages and it's got some great tips in there. And uh, that's how I collected emails. So that's a, another really good way to do that. Always mm-hmm. want to get emails no matter what. Even if you're running a Facebook group, that's super important. Try to get their emails and everything you ask because if Facebook goes down and you'll lose the whole group. So sure. God forbid that that's not going to happen. But. Yeah. Okay. So how do you get, so wait, so the email marketing, let's talk about what, how do you set up an email marketing? Like I know there's different CRMs that you can use, but can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Sure. Um, If you're right at the beginning, so you're planning events and your jam is planning events and not email marketing, that's okay. Easy to get started. You can get started for free on MailChimp, but you know what? Flowdesk is really beautiful. They're still in beta though, so they they don't have a lot of great metrics, but at you can still do some really good stuff there. And I think that for event planners who are trying to appeal to the aesthetics, Flowdesk is $19 a month. Okay. And for unlimited email addresses.
0: And that's F L O.
1: Yes, F L O D E S K. Okay. Too bad they don't pay me for saying
0: that. I know. Get them as a sponsor. Maybe I should get them as a sponsor on my workshop.
1: So it's very simple. It's very straightforward. And in an email, you always want to follow a certain format. Right. So you want to be, you want to say hello. You want to be very nice. And you want to start with a story. The stories are what make us interested and you are competing with all the other emails that this person has received in a day, which is probably hundred to a thousand. I think I have twenty unread emails in one of my nine email a- addresses right now. <laughs> yeah. Just one. And then so you start with a story and then you move into we can talk about pain points and how you offer a solution. And then you always have your call to action.
0: Yeah.
1: Whether that's come join my Facebook group or Download my ebook that I wrote a hundred years ago, or (laughs) or (laughs) right exactly relevant information. That's absolutely. I'm just using you or whatever it is. We're having wine and cheese, so you can hear uh, so you can hear my new tunes that I'm spinning as the the wedding DJ in Philadelphia. Whatever it is, you want to have a call to action, and and you want to send out emails weekly if you can. To keep these people remembering who you are because the last thing you want to do, friends, is end up in
0: spam. I know. And here's the thing. If someone writes you back and says, oh, you send too many emails, then they're just not your right people. Exactly. So let them go. Say, I'm sorry. Let them go. And there'll be others. I have 10,000 people in my email list right now. And I've been sending a lot of emails. I send a lot of emails about my show. I send it, here's This is who's coming on. And then tomorrow's the show. And then here, if you missed it, right. So over a week, they get three, four emails about that. And now the workshop and all of that. So no one, maybe one person wrote me once and said, I love you. I love following you, but I'm getting too many emails. And I said, I'm really sorry. And if it's too much, then, you know, you can unfollow and she didn't, but you know, She just like felt that day was too much or something. So who knows? They, you just, I I do get nervous about sending too many, but at the end of the day, you got to do you, you got to do what's, you got to promote your business and it's the, keep it fun. And, and again, the copy should be good and fun, right? So you don't want just boring copy in your email. So try to get somebody to help you with that if you're not good at that. But, and then just, if you, if there's somebody you follow that you love what they're doing and just. Follow you know what they do and get some examples of what people are, are writing to you so that you love. So that's what I do is I get inspiration from other people. That's okay. Great. And how do you get engagement with your online marketing? This is a big one.
1: Yeah. How do you get engagement? I'll tell you how you don't get engagement. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You can, if you go onto your respective platform, let's say you go on LinkedIn and you post a post, And then you close your LinkedIn and you walk away. That's how you don't get engagement. Engagement is a fun buzzword, but what it really means is building a relationship. So if you are posting on LinkedIn and looking at other people's posts and commenting on their posts and liking their posts, and maybe you even send them a direct message and say, Hey, I really loved your post about the wedding that you did on long Island last week. It was gorgeous then you're going to start getting engagement because people are going to say, oh, you're not just somebody who's posting random crap that I don't care about. You're actually a real human and you are making a point of trying to engage with me. So that is how you build it up. And following people who are your ideal clients is always a great idea, but don't follow them. Reach out
0: to them. And comment on their posts and tag them in your posts. You can. Tagging there are a lot of people tag, right. tagging a lot. I know That's it can not. but I actually I get tagged on I don't get tagged a lot but I do get tagged on some things and it's to help people out and you, they want you to engage so they do that a lot. I have somebody who tags like a hundred people, but there are times when you can tag. So if there's something special you want someone, I wouldn't yeah, again yeah, don't
1: right. Don't shy away from tagging if it's worthwhile. But like when I got tagged in something yesterday by somebody I barely know. For yeah. No reason that I could see fit. I was like, "That's annoying." Remove tag. Yeah. yeah,
0: I usually only get tagged by people that I know that are. That's usually all. It. So you so want to etiquette, sure guys? Yeah, yeah, etiquette is important. Of course, it is. Okay. Why is online marketing
1: more important than ever before? Ah, I got two words for you: coronavirus. Just kidding. That's one word. <laughs> that's what it is. It's because we are all home. We are all online. I read an article the other day that said seniors are finally embracing online shopping more than ever before. This is where we are now. And we're not going back because people realize the true convenience of it. Think about how many times you wanted to network and you would go meet somebody for coffee. And then you're schlepping all the way there. And then you're drinking the coffee and then you're schlepping all the way back. And then you've just killed three hours of your day and had a 20 minute meeting. Meeting that went nowhere. I know. So we are all online now. Right. So now is so people can't come into your store if you live in certain places because your store has been closed down. But they can come into your virtual store. Your they can see your service your your website basically. I don't mean to walk around it. Your website. They can see it. They can see what you have to offer. And so online marketing is more important than ever before because People are online and there are no alternatives
0: in many cases. So grab it, seize the day. I know. That's why I I coach one-on-one. I have for years and three, four years ago, I was like, I want to put my program. I want to coach more people and I want to put a program online. And this was a long time ago, right? Four years ago or so. And I never got the time. My business was busy. I didn't have the time. I knew it was going to be a lot of work. And so, as soon as COVID hit, I was like, now is the time. I wish I had my program up because I would just be easily marketing it. So, yeah. I'm doing it now. It's taken this year to pull it together, and I'm super excited. But it's so the time to people, especially a lot of people, are changing careers right now because they've lost their jobs. They're looking for other things to do. They have the time to do it. You said, so it's definitely the time. Yeah, unfortunately, maybe there's some good that's coming out of it. There's a lot of good that's coming out of it. Yeah. I yeah. can
1: say that as someone who's having to homeschool my children. Oh my God.
0: You poor thing. I feel you. I don't have kids, but I, I can only imagine... It's cute, though. I really like being um, on uh, calls and now the kids come in. I think it's cute. It's a different. If this had happened before COVID and someone's kid came in, we've seen those videos of when, the, when somebody was on like a news show and his kid. I remember that. <laughs> and he freaked out. Now it's just, here's my kid. They put him on their lap and here we are. And this is just the nature of who we all are right now. So. I find it to be a little more relaxed and fun that way. I and mean, plus, it gets cute to see little kids. So there. You go. Can you market a product or service before it's ready to go? Yes. Yes. And so, how yeah. do you? What, what do we? What do, we want to do? you want? You want to, You want to
1: build the excitement. You want yeah. to build the excitement because that's going to help you figure out what whether people want it. So many of us, we think we know what people want. And then we bring it to market, and we're like, "Oh, that's not what they want." Right. So, build so instead of buying twenty thousand widgets and now having to store them in your garage because nobody wants them, right. you can start creating a community and building a brand online, and then people will be interested in what it is that you're offering. You you create that no and trust factor, and then when you bring it to market, they're ready
0: to buy. Right. Yeah. Get the, the excitement going beforehand. Yeah. That's what we're doing at Workshop. It's We're still building. We're still pulling it together. We're still fine tuning. We're creating all the stuff that has to be created for it, but it's it's great. It's definitely, and then just creating the buzz and getting everyone excited about it. That's really important. So I think that's a great idea. And I think it's really, it's a must to do that. You don't want to just have it together. And then, and again, I have changed some things up while I'm listening to what they're saying and what they want. So that's great. Again, you guys have any questions, drop them in the chat because we're here for a little longer here and we want to answer your questions. What's your favorite social media platform and why?
1: It (laughs) is my favorite child. Let's see. My favorite social media platform. I think I would say Facebook and that might be an unpopular opinion but um, I think that my favorite one is Facebook, not just because we're here right now, but also because of the, they listen to people and make changes. We have the care button now. We didn't have that before. Right. And I also love the idea, the opportunity to do Facebook groups. Yeah, I just got on that. So I I think it's brilliant. And I also love the advertising because the advertising is insane. I don't know if you saw the uh, the social dilemma the Netflix doc.
0: The now, not.
1: Oh, okay. So what the premise is basically, the premise of it is that Facebook has completely messed our entire world up by only by showing people only things that they want to see. And that talks very much about the ads. So Facebook can target you. If you went away last week, Facebook knows. And advertisers can target people
0: who yeah. went away on a trip last week. Like, it's insane. Yeah, and yes, and no. It's if I'm in the room sometimes and I say, I really want to get these Prada shoes. All of a sudden, I get Prada shoes in my... Yes, you will.
1: They're I listening. Like I don't like that. Marketer... That's a good thing.
0: It is. So You gotta weigh it. <laughs> you do. Yeah. So we have. I have, We have. A, we have a question from Craig. Hey, Craig, how's it going? Do you recommend leaning more toward video content? That's what the experts are saying. But it really
1: depends on your audience, right? If your audience is more they like to read while they're running to the bathroom, they read on while they're running to the bathroom, then yeah, but video is great because you can put captions on it. So people are still reading video, they're reading, but it's video, right? I would say definitely get comfortable with video because video is not going anywhere, it's only getting more robust and we've got live videos like right now, We're broadcasting live on Facebook, but we're using a video platform called StreamYard to do that. Video is definitely the way. I would say if you need to get comfortable, Craig, you are already great on camera. And if you need to
0: get more comfortable, then just keep practicing. He was actually on my show a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I saw. He was awesome. Check out his show on leadership. He was great. Thank you for the question, Craig. Connie says, Connie's one of my dear friends. And I haven't seen her on, so I think she just found out about this. But she's like, great information. This has been fantastic. I dropped in because it was on, and once I engaged, I couldn't stop watching you two offering such valuable nuggets of truth. She's so Yay. sweet. Thank you, Connie. Thank but she you. had a question, and her question is, what top, what are top CRM? So we mentioned it earlier. She might have missed it, but we mentioned Mailchimp. But I also use, I use Constant Contact. And so with constant contact, you can, it's free for the first 5,000 emails that you get anything over that. And I think I pay nineteen ninety nine a month or something like that. It's not expensive. And I have, you can, I think, it, I don't know what happens at a certain number after that, but I have t- about 10,000 t- people on my email list. So I'm still paying the same amount. So what other CRMs do you, are you familiar with? Hi. Oh, gosh.
1: So for my clients, because I do a lot of done for you services with email marketing and blog writing and social media management. So I'm in the back end of these things for several people every single day. I've been in the back end of ActiveCampaign, which is very robust. And the first day I used it, I was crying because I couldn't understand what I was doing. So I don't use that personally. I love Kajabi because I'm able to house my course there yeah. and I'm able to set up tons of funnels and it's super easy to use they like really want to help <laughs> so yeah. I really I love Kajabi and it's a lot pricier I pay $150 a month yeah um, it's
0: expensive yeah right. yeah but okay so great question thank you Connie so if since we're talking about emails and CRM what if you don't have an email list that's okay. Today's the great, the first day to start.
1: And so the way that you want to start is by, you can put your mom on it or your sister or your brother. fine. Yeah, your
0: high school friends.
1: Yeah, you can do that. That's a great place to start. I was talking to somebody last week and she was telling me how she has 17 people on her email list and two of them are her mom. And that's great. It's a great place to start. But a, a really awesome technique for building up your email list is to create a freebie. Yeah, And by freebie, um, you might've heard it called a lead magnet or an opt-in or a PDF or whatever, but basically something that just like a next hundred year old ebook. Yes. It want to download. And <laughs> so you have, you create a landing page for it. You can create a landing page in any of these CRMs and you can then put that link everywhere. And when people click that link, they fill out the information and then you give them something awesome and you get their email address in return. And you will see
0: how it grows and grows exponentially. Yeah, so that's does. Yeah, the, it's something that people want that's in your, whatever you're special, specialized in is just great. It's amazing how many emails I've received from this 100-year-old ebook. I should call it that, the 100-year-old mm-hmm. ebook. yeah okay so i'm on instagram i can't seem to grow my instagram list followers for my life now it is growing more because i'm starting to do more video but i'm on there all the time i I do a lot of stories and stuff and when i started that that started picking up but i can't get past like a certain number and it's just crazy so should i just give up
1: no only (laughs) if your people are not there. Is it possible your people are not? I reevaluate. You don't have to answer me now. Yeah, but, yeah. I, yeah. I'm sure they are, but it's, I don't know what the, yeah. well, then what you want to do is engage with yeah. them. Are you engaging with people or
0: you're just yeah. like, oh, engaging. No. so engaging, you mean like, oh, so they post something on the, yes, I do engage when they post in my, just in the feed. I do. If they say something, I absolutely engage always, but I don't get well, a lot of people. What I'm do. saying is, are you reaching out to other people?
1: No, like in the DM. Are you are yeah. So your ideal clients that are on Instagram, are you talking to them and like in their feeds? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Well, yeah, okay. So so you wanna start engaging with them. Yeah. And that is gonna help you grow. So when you follow somebody new who is your ideal client, let's say this is not Beyonce, obviously, because she's not going to see it, but somebody that maybe is going to be hosting an event and they need the NAFE Productions to plan their spectacular event. So like several of their pictures, comment on several of their pictures. They will respond to you, strike up a conversation. And the greatest advice I can impart is, When they say something, respond with a question and then respond with another question. Right. And then until you can either move it into the DMs, if they really are your ideal client, or but I'm willing to bet by that point, after four times of going back and forth, they're following you. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, that's good.
0: I need to start engaging more with other people. But that's good. I do a ton of that on LinkedIn. I do a ton of that on Facebook. There's only so many hours in the day. so many hours. And and I don't, I'm not like stuck on, oh my gosh, I need a million followers. But it is nice to get past that 10,000 so you can get the swipe up and all of that. So that's always a good thing to have. Okay, so we're coming down to the end here. But, and if you guys have any more questions, please ask them. We're just about wrapping up here. But how often should I put out content? Big question. Every day, every
1: day, every day. But you don't have to physically do it every day. You can plan it so that it goes out and you're sleeping. There are wonderful ways to do that. If we are even just talking about Instagram and Facebook, for example, Mm -hmm. Facebook has something called Creator Studio. And it's not a third-party platform. It's Facebook itself. And you can go in and you can program your, you can program a month's worth. I did right. that for a client last week. A month's worth of stuff is going to be plopping onto her feeds, and I have no, I'm not looking at it, I'm not thinking about it, and so, yeah. so that, and again, repur- repurposing is key. You do not need to reinvent the wheel every single day. You will, you know, that emoji with the brain exploding. Yeah, Yeah. so always repurpose. If you did something last month that was awesome, post it
0: again. Yeah, change the picture. Change the picture, post it again. That's all you got to do is change the picture. It always works out. I use Hootsuite. Oh,
1: yes. That's pretty good. Yep.
0: Yeah. I've been using Hootsuite forever. And ever since they came out, I have the paid version, which I think is $10 a month, which is nothing. And it works well. We've been using that for many years. So there's lots out there. Yeah.
1: Buffer is another one. Deliver it is another one. Yeah. They're all good. Definitely make your life easier. We're not trying to make your life harder. We're trying to make it easier.
0: Yeah. Scheduling is my friend. I love to schedule. Stuff.
1: Scheduling is my friend. Hashtag scheduling Hashtag is
0: my friend. Is my friend. <laughs> exactly. Delegating and scheduling. They're all the my friends. PFFs. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, I love talking to you. I can talk about this all day long. Thank you Thank so you. much for being here. This has been awesome. So why don't you tell everybody how they can find you? Where are you at?
1: Okay. Yay. All right. So every day I am on Facebook in my Facebook group. It's called VIP digital marketing tips. And because of the name, you can pretty much figure out that I give digital marketing tips in the <laughs> VIP digital marketing tips group. So I would love for you to join that where you can get more digital marketing tips.
0: There you go. And then I understand that you're offering something free to our audience here, huh?
1: Of course, of course, I always come bearing gifts. Now, because we talked about hashtag planning is my friend. Actually, it wasn't planning, but planning is your friend. So yeah, I have a, doing
0: delegating, but planning is it. my friend.
1: Right. I have a content calendar a free content calendar for you that will allow you, you can print it up and you can write in it all the fun things you're going to be doing with your content for the entire year of 2021. And this way you'll be able to look and say, okay, this week I'm doing this week. I'm doing that. And also all the fun holidays and national days are in there. So you'll know if it's a national selfie day and you should be posting about that. That's, that's actually my birthday too. So. Oh,
0: it is? What date is that?
1: June 21st. June 20 You're a Cancer? Right on the cusp. Gemini right, Cancer. Cool. Yeah. So that's great. Okay. So what is it called? How do we find it? Okay. So it's super easy. You go to uh, VIP digital dot live slash content calendar.
0: Content calendar. Okay, great. Content calendar. Yep. Excellent. We've also put down the VIP digital dash community. Yes, yeah, that's to get to my Facebook live slash community. So that's in there as well. So awesome! I'm so happy that you joined me. You've been giving us some great tips here. I love talking to you. You're just the best. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much for this opportunity. And I
0: hope that people are feeling energized to get yeah. out there and market themselves. The market so you can have a successful business. That's what we're here for. We want to help you in your business. Okay, you guys. So don't forget, reach out to Melanie. Also, if you are a wedding or event planner and you're struggling in your business or you want to start a new business, go to the eventplanningblueprint.com get on my workshop. We're going to talk all kinds of stuff about this. We're going to be really going deep diving into all of this. So I can't wait to see you guys there. Thank you guys. We'll see you again next week. Take care. Actually, we're not here next week, but we will be here the following week. So we'll see you again. Thanks. Take care, you guys.